0: Sisters, sisters, there were never such devoted sisters. Never had to have a chaperone, no sir. I'm here to keep my eye on her. Hi, this is Tammy. Angelie is unable to join us today, but this is still Podcast with Sisters. I'm really, really excited today to yeah have Yasmin. Karachiwala with me, who is from India and is a pioneer in Pilates in India. Brought Pilates to India, started the um, Pilates Festival India. So we are really, really excited to have Yasmin with us today. So Yasmin, can you start off and give us just a little bit of background? With yourself.
1: Oh, hi, Tammy. First of all, hi. And hi, Anjali, who's not here, uh, but will be here. <laughs> and uh, it's a pleasure to be here. I'm so honored to be on your show. Mm, my name is Yasmin Karachiwala. I live in India, uh, born, brought up, studied everything here. Only did my Pilates training in the US. I started off In fitness over 30 years ago, so almost three decades ago. And I started off as a group fitness instructor. Uh, I studied at uh, the ACE uh, institution. I came back to India. I started teaching step aerobics. I had both my kids. I then decided that I... Actually, after my first son, I decided I wanted to start doing weight training, and I became a personal trainer. Mm -hmm. And I would... uh, Go to people's houses and you know, train them. Um, I didn't like going to people's houses that much because it was just it felt like, uh. In India, people don't really appreciate you coming home. Uh, Not More than not appreciate, they don't respect you, you know, because it was so new, personal training. So I decided to uh, call people to my house, and I started a little studio in my house, which was very new. Nobody uh, called people to a personal training studio. It was unheard of. And they wondered why I was doing it and not, like normally the norm was that you would train somebody in a gymnasium or a fitness center and all go to the houses you wouldn't call somebody over and i said i don't like going to people's houses i don't uh, want to go to gyms and train you know people so let me just call them home i invested in a few equipment and uh, got people coming home it became a trend. Uh, it uh, A lot of people started coming in. Also, I had to filter who I called to my house, right? Because I had two middle kids. I was living alone. Uh, my husband was at work all day. And I moved from my house. Uh, I actually started in my guest bedroom. And then I got more clientele. So I, I took over like my living room. Uh, because my, I have two boys, uh, I didn't have furniture, too much furniture in one section of the living room. So our living room is divided into two sections and we live in apartments in India, so we don't have houses. Um, most of us don't, very few lucky ones do, but so I, I, kept a part of my apartment uh, living room empty because I had two boys and they would play cricket and they'd be bicycling inside the house and they would Please tell me they weren't Soccer. playing cricket inside the house they were they were oh my they goodness were. that could be dangerous <laughs> no but they were little they were like two and four and oh, okay. Uh, okay they were playing but and also, we—I didn't have too much furniture. I didn't have anything that could break. I was like, it was a very boy-friendly house. Okay. And uh, I moved into that section, and after a while, I got more clients. We have a little terrace attached to our a house, and so I constructed a studio in my on my terrace, uh, and I started getting people come there. I overgrew that space, so I rented an apartment next to my house uh, in the next building because my kids were still very little, and uh, I converted that into a studio. In the meanwhile, I, after having two boys, I always had this little belly fat that I could never get rid of, and I would do a thousand crunches and abdominals, and all it did was strengthen my abdominal muscles and pull, push the fat out even more. Yep. So I went online and I researched what can I do for belly fat and up popped Pilates and I was like, okay, this is what I'm going to go learn. So I called up the first studio that popped up, uh, the most popular studio that popped up on my uh, search, which was bassy which is in Orange County. And I called them up and I said, hey, I want to come and do your Pilates uh, teachers training. And of course, I only wanted to do math because I didn't even know what Pilates equipment was. And my goal was I need to get rid of my belly fat, so I'm going to go learn something that's also going to help other women get rid of their belly fat. So, and math sounded pretty good. And they said that, what's your Pilates experience? And I said, well, I'm a fitness instructor. I've been in the industry for 15 years. And teaching, you know, step aerobics, and I teach weight training, and I do a little bit of yoga. And they said, but what is your Pilates experience? And I said, there's nobody who teaches Pilates in India, so I have no experience. And they were like, well, the prerequisite to become a Pilates instructor teacher is that you need to practice Pilates for a year. I said, well, that ain't happening because nobody in India teaches Pilates. And so they said, okay, we'll send over some DVDs and, you know, why don't you practice them and then come back. Uh, They sent me the DVDs. I looked at them. It looked like stuff I was doing anyway. Like the roll-up looked like a sit-up. The uh, uh, You know, the chest lift looked like a crunch. And I was like, why are they making such a big deal about this? Method. I can do all of this. I called them up. I said, hey, you know what? I went through your GVDs, and I can do it all. And they were like, well, that must be the fastest person that has done everything. (laughs) 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 They said, we just want to let you know that it's a very hard uh, teacher's training program, and if you're not prepared for it, you might run away and i said okay that's the word you've used which is never gonna happen to me i never run away from <laughs> difficult situations so I you're like you kids have kids. not met me yeah you haven't <laughs> met exactly and i reached uh, uh, orange county i this was way back in 2006 i didn't have a car Uh, In America, obviously, I didn't know anybody in Orange County. I rented this matchbox of a studio. There were no short-term leases. Somehow, I managed to get a studio for a short-term lease, which was just like a matchbox. It had one mattress, and that's it. So I rented it right across from the studio, and I was staying there, and uh, they said, well, uh, you know, you need to go to some class, and do group classes so that you get some experience so i joined a group class session which was a few miles away i thought I, I called for a taxi in those days there were no Ubers. yeah and yeah, the person yeah. like literally had a heart attack saying who comes in a taxi you know and i said well i don't have wheels what can i do anyway got along and, and to the city, city and yeah i don't know anybody yeah and yeah. it was tough it was hard of course i knew the language which helped yes but uh, yeah. and i make friends easily so it wasn't a problem and i wasn't scared and i went I, I learned pilates i saw the equipment i fell in love i did all of it and came back and started pilates in india people were like what is this pilot's, what is this plate's, they didn't know what, this, what it was. And, I, and how do you explain Pilates to somebody who's never experienced it, right? I didn't know what it was. Right. Um, and so I just started telling people, hey, you know, why don't you come try a session and you'll know what it is. I cannot tell you what it is. Years later, I realized the best way to explain it to a lay person is it's the perfect combination between stretch and strength.
0: Yes, yes. Right. And I'm sure when you took your first class, you were like, wait, this isn't a crunch. This is percentage. something totally different than I thought it was going to be. Yeah.
1: Oh, my God. It was so hard. I was in the studio for 10 hours a day, 10 hours a day. I was just working on my body. I had to change the way I thought. I had to change the way I moved. Uh, most Pilates instructors in two thousand six were dancers, ex dancers. Yep. their bodies moved so
0: beautifully. My body moved like a log. Oh I yes, felt... I, trust me. I with Angelie, she can she glides into a room, and I like yeah. fall into. A room. <laughs> 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 yeah. So yeah, we call
1: Angelie uh uh a fairy. Yes, that's at, her name at POT. We call her, I mean, at Pilates, as TFI, we call her a fairy. She just floats in and she yeah. floats out and she's always floating. But yeah, so long story short, that's how I brought Pilates to India uh, more than 15
0: years back now. And how now you have studios all over the place. Yeah, how long did it take to get people to try it out, to understand that it was different than personal training it's different than yoga you know
1: tell me because i've i was already in the fitness industry for 15 years uh when i brought pilates it wasn't very difficult because all i had to do is tell my clients who were already coming to me that hey you know try this there's a pilates bed lie on it it's called a reformer let's do some work And I was doing group classes in my living room uh, with people and they really liked it. And then they spoke about it. And I uh, train a lot of the Bollywood celebrities. So when they talk about things, people listen and they're interested and they're intrigued. So that kind of helped. But it also helped that By then, I had made a name for myself as an instructor, as a fitness expert in my country, and then I was just getting something new in, which people were happy to try.
0: Excellent. I love that that transition was easier for you than you thought, you know, than I would think it would be to bring this brand new thing to a country that's never seen it before and have people go, okay, yeah, jump on board. I'm so glad. That's the thing
1: that was... The thing that was different and difficult was the price point. Because the Pilates training suddenly was way different different uh, in price than a a personal training. And that is what people couldn't understand, that why are we paying so much more for Pilates than we do for personal training? And to explain to them that, hey, you know, the equipment, A, costs a lot of money in America, and B, when I bring it back to India, I pay 80% more. Right, because you've got to ship it. it You've got to, yeah. Mm -hmm. Customs duties and and I have traveled all the way to do this training, which was not cheap. It was expensive. I had to stay in the U.S. for that long to do the training. Now it's much easier. Like now, then I then I decided, okay, how do I make more Pilates instructors? How do I get more people to do? And that's when I went and did the Balance Body. Uh, teacher training for instructors and now I I teach instructors
0: that's that's amazing spreading spreading the Pilates the Pilates love and it is a lot more training I mean I know what angela has gone through I know what she has the people that she trains as teachers go through I know what balanced body requires and it's interesting because in gyms here there are a lot of gyms like um you know that are I, we won't name names, but gyms that are um, across the whole country that everybody's heard of them, you know, their their group gyms. And I remember they used to call Angela and say, hey, we want to bring Pilates into our, you know, gym or whatever gym it is. And we'd like you to come this weekend and certify all of our people in math. And she's like, I can't certify anybody in one weekend. In Matt, And I think that's what a lot of people don't understand is because you can get personal training online here in the U.S. in a weekend and be considered a personal trainer from different, you know, different places. Right. right. And that doesn't happen with Pilates. If you are actually trained in Pilates, it is a long time just to get Matt one. Right. You know, it's not just a weekend course. And I think uh, even in the United States where Pilates has been around, you know, longer and people have heard of it, I still think people don't understand that. And I explain what that I, all the time.
1: What I like to explain to people is doing a course is like learning ABC. So we do do that one in, in a weekend, which is 16 hours. But then you've just learned ABC. Now you have to form words, learn how to use the alphabets to form words. And then once you form the words, you have to learn how to form sentences. And once you form sentences, you learn how to write a paragraph. And once you can write a paragraph, then you tell a story. Right? So it's, that is the layers of Pilates that you have to learn. And it's not like you learn you do a course and you're out the next day teaching.
0: Right. Right. That's actually, I love that analogy. That is such an amazing analogy. And the other thing is I love in Pilates when I work with Angela or I, when I'm up in Spokane and she's doing a training and she's like, Hey, can you come in as a model? You know, whatever happens to be is with, and I love, I love CrossFit. That's I like to lift things (laughs) like heavy things, not big into cardio. Um, But, you know, very rarely do you get um, and I have an awesome gym with awesome instructors that they will touch your body and they'll say, no, I need you to adjust like this, which most places you go and they're like, yeah, deadlift, just lift it up. Right. I love this gym because I have back injuries that they can adjust Me And move my body and get me to do what I need to do. And that's one of the things that I think people don't understand about Pilates is it's also very hands on, you have to know what muscles you're feeling for, to give those physical clues of here is where I want you to do that, which, you know, most of us grew up with big box gyms, which are you know do step aerobics do this do that and the only way that they'll say anything to you is if you know your form is so far off that they know you're going to right. yourself and then it's just a verbal cue it's never you know it's almost a captain Yeah. Which, like I said, for my gym, I, I love that because, because that's what I also have a gym attached to my Pilates
1: studio. Mm -hmm. It's half and half. And I feel like my instructors and me, all of us are better gym instructors because we have a Pilates background because we see things in the gym now that we didn't see before we became Pilates instructors. So it really helps. Like I tell people when they ask me, Oh, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And how many times do you think I should do Pilates? And I'm like, well, if you want to do whatever you're doing better, you should do Pilates at least twice a week, whether you're a weightlifter, whether you're an athlete, whether you're a housewife, whether you're a corporate person, whether you're a, Kid playing into sports, if you do Pilates twice, you'll do whatever else you're doing so much better.
0: I love that description. That's amazing. That's amazing. So you brought Pilates to India, and now there is this huge festival that you have invited Angela to last year, and she's coming back. Or actually yes. this year and she's coming back next year in February. So uh this is the Pilates Festival India, PFI. So tell me ab- about this this festival. But this
1: this also started with I was going for all the POTs, which is Pilates on Tour and you know, going to different places, doing Pilates on tour. And uh, we have yo- big yoga festivals in India. Mm-hmm. And I felt like okay why can't we have do something in pilates why can't we do a pilates festival right and they call it yoga retreat so i was like why not do a pilates retreat and then i said a retreat sounds very regimented i want to i want to celebrate it right i want something where you work out, but you're still having fun. Um, And, like, you know, that's what we do with Pilates, right? We work out, we have a glass of wine in the evening, we unwind, we want to tell jokes, we want to party, we want to dance, we want to put on our shoes, and we want to work hard. So I said, okay, We we went back and forth looking for different names. What do we call it? And then I said, why not a Pilates Festival? You know, let's celebrate it. Let's, and Pilates Festival India. And that's how the name came up. And uh, I started it. This is the fifth edition of it, which is going to happen next year in the Himalayas, uh, which is one of the most stunning places to have it. It's the weather's going to be beautiful. It's going to be. Cold in the night, it's going to be warm in the day. Just that perfect combination. Yeah. Um, I this though this is the fifth edition. It's actually we started it seven years back and got uh you know jet lagged for two years with COVID. Yeah, uh, it got yep. a stop on it. So we did three very successful ones before COVID, and then we had two years of COVID. Actually. T- yeah two years 2021 and 2022 we didn't do it and then last year this year we started it again which was in goa and it's just celebration of pilates and now it's become more than just pilates it's a wellness festival so i try to get in uh, somebody who works on your mind body soul so this year last this year what we did was we got a sufi uh dervish whirler and she was doing the Sufi whirling which is like meditation. Mm-hmm. So when you watch it you're like in a meditative state. So that's how we started the festival and then she taught us how to whirl. And it was just beautiful. This next year we're starting it with the Tibetan sound bowl therapy. So we're getting someone to do the Tibetan sound bowl healing and that's how we're going to start the festival and we're going to end it with the ganga aarti so the gang the river ganga runs through the himalayas and they do this uh, they do this uh, prayer at sunset with a huge lord shiva uh, idol in the middle of the in the middle of the uh, river and they, they do this chanting and there's fire and it's just it's just mesmerizing. So we're ending the festival with the Ganga RT and then in between we have like we have speakers who are speaking about nutrition or we have a chiropractor who talks about, you know, how to align your body. Uh we uh we have we have a party we have a party every night, like besides the Tibetan bowl. We're dancing every night. We put on our shoes. We, like, kind of get to know each other. We're just letting our hair down. And then we're working for morning again the next day. So it's a lot of fun. People go back feeling like a million bucks. Uh, like, literally, like, this year people went back and they were like, oh, my God, we're so happy we came. It was just such an amazing experience because it was so uh,
0: de-stressing as well. Oh, yes. Angelie sent us pictures and videos every single day of here's all the fun that I'm having. Ah, You guys are at home. No, she wasn't teasing us, but she was, you know, she was sharing the experience with the family here in the U.S. And I mean, she was just having a blast. She and she has she hasn't stopped talking about the festival and it was back in february and it's now november so yeah. she hasn't stopped talking about last year's festival she's talking about this coming festival this coming february of 2024 so she is she has it it definitely was perfect
1: yeah and we're really excited for this one because her sons and mine have connected and uh, they are they're, yeah they're doing some work some amazing work together so we're waiting to bring them together. They're almost the same ages. We're waiting to get them to meet. And it's just like, because now Anjali knows what's going to happen. I think it makes it all the more. And we have Zena coming and, you know, it's just, it's just so much to look forward to. Plus, I can't even begin to describe to you how beautiful the location is. And that's one thing I love doing uh, for two to three months. After we finish the festivals, like literally, we finished the festival in February, and from March I start scouting for the next location. Oh wow! And just... No break for you, Yasmin. No, no, because <laughs> the whole the whole experience is also to make people go to a new place, right? Experience a new place. Yeah. Right. So it's like. I think I think the only downtime I really get after the festival is March, April, May, because I'm kind of just going to places looking at it and not thinking. But from June, I'm starting to plan which are the instructors. What am I going to do? What is the price point? What are we going to do this year? It's, and by like right now, we're at the peak of it. So it's like, right. okay, we need to get people to come and experience
0: it, which is so uh, amazing. Yes, yes. And knowing my sister, she's going to keep bringing different people every year to bring people yeah. to the festival. So she will always be bringing people. And Zane, I'm excited for him to go because he's yeah. now instructing in Pilates. and I know. Which is like like mother, like child, <laughs> you know. Exactly. So I'm excited for him because he gets to then – you know, experience it with so many different people, which is so different than just, you know, doing a training, which you experience with different people. But this is a huge experience. And he is, he is like Angela. He is so outgoing, so a people person that, you know, he's, he's gonna, he's gonna have a blast. Yeah. I'm excited to meet the whole family and I'm hoping
1: that you can come. It would be lovely
0: Yes, this will be something that I will be planning on in the future. I don't think it's gonna happen this February just because I have things need already a planned. Yeah. <laughs> and I need to I need to be able to say, okay, I will be gone for this time and you know, get someone to do the instructing in my classes and and such. But yes, I would I would love to come and and not only have fun, but eat my way through the festival (laughs) as a nutrition (laughs) person and as a foodie, I just love food. My husband worries because I Uh when I go to other countries, I do have anaphylactic food allergies and I'm like, I'll text him, I found a street fair. And he's like, oh my gosh, she's gonna eat something that she doesn't know it has this in it. And I'm like, I always ask and you know what? I'm eating great food, so I'll be happy. <laughs> right, right. We can't wait to welcome you whenever you come. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. It has been amazing to talk to you, Yasmin. It has been amazing. You to too, hear. Tammy. How, I, I'm so excited at how you have increased knowledge and opportunities for so many people in india and with the festival so many people around the world so that's well, can
1: i tell you one of the one of my best stories is uh i had uh a, how a, a, i had a studio uh, uh a housekeeping boy who was working for me and a young boy he was in college he was uh, you know he, he wanted to earn some money uh, while he was in college. Came from a poor background, which we have a lot of people in India. And he used to come and do house cleaning. And I saw him, you know, for a couple of months. And then one day we happened to be chatting. And I said, hey, you know, why don't you become an instructor? And he looked at me aghast. Like he was like, I barely... Uh, I barely, I barely can speak English. I don't know how to read and write. And I said, you don't need to read and write. We'll help you. And uh, I think you have some potential in you because you're so hardworking and he had that little brightness in him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I will make, I will help you become a Pilates instructor. Are you interested? And this was way back then, right? And he said I would like he didn't even know. So I said, "Okay, first, what I want you to do is go become an instructor in fitness because you need to know anatomy. And that's not something we really go deep into in Pilates unless we're doing anatomy in 3D and you'll get baffled with anatomy in 3D. It's too much for somebody Mm -hmm. who cannot read and write. And so go do the three month uh, training and work in one of the local gyms in India for a year get experience on how to train people, right? Get that get that little bit of, and then come to me and I'll teach you Pilates. And he said, Okay. And I, I said I'll sponsor your training and then you work and you pay me off. And he was like, okay. So we did that for him. He went, he went worked, he worked for a year. He came back to me after a year. And he's like, I'm there. and then we put him through the Pilates courses. And now he is one of my best instructors that works for me. Oh, that is such and an amazing was,
0: story.
1: Yeah. And then three months ago, there was another young boy who came for housekeeping. And I looked at him and I said, I think you should become an instructor. And I'd forgotten all about this other boy who was a housekeeping boy because it had it's now been 10 years, right? And you don't remember right. things. And, and now he's just an instructor who's really good and people like seek him out and stuff. And I said, yes, you know, so, and he said, again, he was like, ma'am, I don't know how to read and write. And I said, that doesn't matter. You know how to look and hear and speak, right? So he said, yes. I said, all of us will help. And I then got all my instructors together and I was like, you guys have to work with him because he cannot read and write. So once he finishes his training, I want each instructor to spend time with him every day. And now he's, it's been like about four months that he's, finished all his trainings and he started teaching and people love him. That's amazing. Wow. That is amazing. So And I said, you know what? We are in India. If you don't speak English, you can speak our language and you can train in our language. You it's just that we are so we, we think we need to speak in English and we need to instruct in English. We don't
0: really need to in our own country. Right. Right. You need to be personable and good at what you do and make people seek yeah. you out, and that's what you need.
1: So I, I think I think these are my stories that I have realized. When, when I trained him, the other boy came and said, ma'am, you did the same thing with me. And I was like, oh, yeah, I did. Uh, and I didn't remember it, and I was like, okay, so you know, it's like a good thing that I can spot people and uh, yeah. change their lives. And so now my other housekeeping boy who never was interested in you know he saw these two people he's been with me for 10 years this housekeeping boy and without me knowing he sits in all the teachers trainings because i have other mis who do teachers training as well Mm -hmm. i just i do a few and they do a few so he sat in like movement and principle and mat one and mat two and and uh he just sits in the trainings. He's not getting certified, but he listens, he absorbs, and then he's practicing. So one day I walked into the studio and so started him practicing, and I was like, what are you doing? And he's like, I sat in the training, and I also wanted to become an instructor. And I was like, oh, my God, that is so amazing. Like, and, then my, my, I, I, and that's what I told my back office. I said, you know, and I told my sons, I said, as housekeeping boys, they, there's only that much they can earn. But as an instructor, and and the respect you get when you're an instructor is different. And they all have families. And it's so amazing to see that they want to learn from each other. Now, not even from me. I mean, they're looking at each other and getting inspired, which I think is beautiful. Yes, that
0: is. That is. The inspiration that you bring to people, not only for themselves, but to help others is, is amazing. So... Thank you so much. I love those stories. Keep it up. (laughs) Keep doing it.
1: Thank you. And I hope to see you soon. Yes. I really thank you so much for having me on the sisters show.
0: Yes. And thank you so much for joining us. I we appreciate it very, very much. Have an absolutely phenomenal day. Thank you. Night night.